not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my God, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. And you'll never have to pour or measure detergent again. Can we all get along? Karen, horror death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no side. One. Last week. I'm not, you know, great with it's hip hop lingo. I have moments. I mean, I'm a rapper, but not all rappers have to be up on all the lingo. You can have your own style, and that's what I try to do. And I try to do it in a way that um, is not cool. And you know, you each make your choices. Uh, this is the last podcast of the year. It's the year end wrap up episode. I've done one every single year for the last six years. Why would this year be any different? I don't see any reason. I hope your holidays have been great, drama-free, turkey-full, gift. I hope you've had gifts inside of your inside of your house that you have now. Have you already stopped using your gifts? Most of us have. I've gotten some amazing gifts. I don't even know where a lot of them are already. This year, I intentionally set it up so my family only did like a Santa exchange, kind of a Hanukkah, sad thing so we each only got one gift but then of course my lady and i exchanged gifts and then another one and i don't know where a lot of them are already i've already stopped using them basically um bought myself a cool new thing that now records the audio of the podcast through a mic into the video of my iphone and then i will extract the the audio from it and use that as the podcast audio i'm always trying to hack podcasting and find easy simple little ways to do it that sound great but that are less cumbersome, and they accomplish two things at once, shoot the video and the audio, and then it's just one audio source. So, I mean, I don't want to call myself a trailblazer. It's arrogant to call yourself that. Uh, but one of the most original podcaster recording-style innovators in history, I'll take that title. But I don't want to say, like, you know, that I'm, you know, a trailblazer because that word's also a basketball team, and so it sounds less impressive, and I'm trying to stay humble. Uh, it's been quite a year. I made a list. I made it literally a paper with my entire year on it. All the things that I've done throughout the entire year, tallied them up. Um, looking at your year by the numbers, it's pretty insane. I did 78 stand-up shows in LA, 85 on the road, totaling 163 of them, 12 Today Show appearances, approximately 23 times my Neurotic Gangster stand-up special aired on Showtime, one pilot for another show, did not get picked up. In fact, the network folded the day we shot the pilot, so that's not a great sign typically. Um, I did seven TV auditions or movie auditions in which I booked, wait for it, zero of them. Um, I did 51 national TV or radio appearances, 
countless, maybe 60, 70 local radio appearances and TV appearances, um, or web series included in the national number, including like Getting Doug with High. If you didn't see me on that, Josh Wolf and I are on there. Check it out. Um, I did Coke, a video for Coca-Cola, Coke Life for College Humor, hidden camera video. What did you think I meant by that? Get your brains out of the, out of the sauce. Um, I did eight other TV shoots, including the show Aspirus that I had on Headline News for a minute. I had four TV meetings with other companies that, as happens in TV, led to zero things after that. Uh, very proud of this one. Posted zero selfies on Instagram. Um, I feel like those are overdone and a little too self-indulgent. I'm not a trailblazer. I'm not a selfie guy. Am I an innovator in podcasting? Yes, everybody acknowledges that. Uh, two new TV show debuts, including Aspirus. 48 voiceover auditions. Booked one, so that's a pretty shitty percentage, but at least I got something. Seven commercial auditions. A couple callbacks in there. No bookings. Um, had some amazing comedians be special guests and features for me on, on my road to my Gleep Squad tour of 2017, including Justine Marino, Hilarious, J. Chris Newberg, Chad Zumach, Michael Malone, Jade Catapreta, Dustin Ibarra, Marcella Arguello, just hilarious peoples. Look for more of that in 2018. Um, socialized 72 times, nine of them at my house. Um, that includes hangs, lunches with friends, birthday parties, dinners, weddings, game nights. Did five other people's podcasts, appeared on Rachel O'Brien's podcast, the Storycraft podcast, uh, J. Chris Newberg's podcast, Kate Quigley's podcast, and Don Myrera's podcast. Uh, my podcast just did 13 episodes, well, 14 episodes counting this. So a little bit over one a month. I'm sorry it's been so lagging, but at least it's not as horrible as I think. It was, there were gaps and then a lot of weeks in a row. As I said, in next year, I will be doing it every single week. Um, 250 phone calls from my parents. That's an estimate, but it's probably more. We talk almost every day. 27 medical appointments. It's a year focused on a lot of medical crap. Uh, but like you, I told you on this podcast, the surgery is behind me. I'm perfectly healed. Look, boom, look at, look at that neck motion. Boom. Solid. All healed. Tumor removed. Healthy as a bee. Are bees healthy? I don't know. I'm very healthy is the point. 46 family events, hangs and dinners. Uh, five corporate events for GSN or talks of a different kind, 54 work sessions with other people, including 14 of them in Israel when I was there for the reality, uh, Schusterman reality storytellers trip, 39 self-improvement events or mind expanding talks or things I went to like that. Um, vacation days, I had 24 vacation days. Uh, which is quite a lot for me, but most that includes four on the Israel trip where I was learning a ton of stuff. It includes three wedding, uh, tr three days at a wedding that was not my choice, not my friends, meeting my girlfriend's family. You got to do that. Um, it was five vacations, um, but two of them were at Summit, the thing I've told you guys about, where also it's mind expanding and learning, and I perform and kind of work. So really, three short vacations that were not that, totaling I think twelve days. Of vacation, but still pretty good for me. Um, tried to take it a little bit easier this year to a small degree. Seven sporting events I got to attend. I was in 41 hotels. I was in 23 different cities, did 11 charity events, made seven charity donations, 
Went to five screenings or plays, three weeks recovery from my surgery, but I did do a, a stand-up shoot to become a hologram two weeks into that recovery. Uh, 79 airplane flights, two massages. Could up that number a little bit. And um, that's a that's the year by the numbers. Uh, oh, one number I forgot to mention that comes with it, an announcement um, that I regret I have to make, but... Uh, there were also 65 episodes of Idiot Test that aired this year. My brain teaser game show, as you guys know, on GSN. We've done four seasons, 210 episodes. 65 of them aired this year, about 270 times, including reruns. And um, the only place I think I will announce this, and um, of course I always announce the big life events to the Brain Trust first. Sadly, I was just informed about a week ago that we will not be picked up for season five. Um, bummer news. Um, but TV shows don't last forever. And I was very lucky to have such an amazing run and work with such an amazing group of people, the crew, the staff, um, meet all the great contestants we had over the years. The show not only changed my life, changed my career, gave me a chance to write, host, and executive produce a show I was so proud of. That became the flagship for the network. Um, it introduced me to my girlfriend, which is the greatest gift. Um, and look, the network is changing formats and sort of changing the type of programming they plan to do. Uh, the TV landscape is changing. It's become a very tough business, and the network had to make some very drastic changes. They're changing their approach to the kind of programming they're going to do. Um, and our show became, I think, a little bit... Uh, unfeasible to keep producing we were expensive we were at a very expensive show and our ratings slipped along with all of cable tv and so those are some of the reasons i think that this happened but um i hope to remain part of the gsn family i think i will i think some of the things they're doing now are very exciting it's now a strip show network meaning five nights a week for every show they're bringing you a lot of your classic favorite game shows they'll be doing some new kind of uh real exciting new new programming that I've kind of got a hint as to what they might be moving towards, and I'm going to keep watching. I hope you guys do too. Uh, no bitterness there at all. They really gave me such an amazing opportunity, and maybe we'll work together again on camera in the future soon. And I also hope to um, be able to share with you guys in the new year a new show that I will be doing. I have some pitches I'm developing. I'm working hard on them. And as soon as I have news to report, I will bring it right to you because I always announce things first on the podcast. But enough about me. I am going to launch in now, as we do every year, to a review of the year. All the important events, the crucially important events that happened throughout the year. Um, and as this look back begins, as most podcasts do, let's start with words. The word whatever was voted the most annoying word ninth year in a row, AOL.com reported. Results show that a third of correspondents from the annual Marist College poll released considered whatever to be the most annoying word 2017. Fake news. A recent edition came in second with 23%. No offense, but followed with 20%. 11% found the most grating word to be literally. They literally found that word to literally be the most grating. And 10% named, you know what I mean, to be the most agitating phrase as well. And let me just say, if you think there's fake news everywhere, whatever, it's like, no offense, but literally 
you are dumb. You know what I mean? And uh, if you don't, that's on you, brah. That's on you, Broseph Stalin, Brosephine Baker. AOL also reminded me in reading that story that they are still a company. They also reminded me that there was a facial expression that went viral when Melania Trump reacted like she was in prison during Trump's inauguration, which sparked the free Melania hashtag. Alas, she has not been freed and remains prisoner of the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man that is our president. It also reminded me that Trump only became president this year. Seems like 40 years ago, doesn't it? Seems like a very long time. Too long, some would say, and I would agree with those some. There was, of course, Melania's feud with the self-proclaimed first lady, Ivana Trump. I believe their feud went something like this. I am the real first lady. No, I am the real first lady. No, I am. No, I am. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark to you. Both first lady and other first lady sound exactly like Tommy Wiseau. From the room and disaster artist. Do you understand? Oh, hi, Mark. You're, 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 you're killing, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. That's the sentence that took far long, far too long to hit my brain. I'm going to take you more in depth to some events in a minute and take you chronologically through the year in a minute. But first, some other highlights that just stand out to me. Menage a trois, paper magazine put uh, Nicki Minaj in a menage a trois with herself. Going down on herself, doing things with herself. And let me just say, I didn't hate it. It was uh, a lot for a cover. You know, can't kids see covers? But I didn't hate it. You know, it was creative. I was out of the box thinking, literally and figuratively. Kylie Jenner, um, there was a post on AOL that had her sexiest Instagram posts of the year. And um, let me just say, the mini Kim K has shaped herself into quite an attractive lady. I mean, literally gotten herself sculpted into really nice shapes. Um, she looks almost exactly like her sister, but a miniature version. And... um you know, she's just like a action figurine version of Kim Kardashian. And I think they were both very impressively created in labs. And why not? You know, Meghan Markle became a very popular person uh, because she's marrying Prince Harry Styles. And that's beautiful. They can go in one direction together. I'm aware that's okay. Demi Lovato on the scene couldn't get enough of Demi Lovato. She got confident this year. And looked great and gave us images to enjoy and music also, I understand. Um, Bannon and Gorka are out. There were these two basically white nationalists in the White House. Everybody said, they got to get out of there. we got to force them out. Well, they're out. So that's a positive from the year. Cheers to that as I sip water. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg, still alive. Mark Wahlberg as well. That's exciting news. Uh, I saw a video of a woman uh, piggybacking a ride on a dude flying through the air in a wingsuit. Not even piggybacking, riding him like a horse. And uh, some people make poor decisions. I think she lived. I just saw a little clip. Let's hope she survived. I'm going to gamble on on that for her sake. United Airlines uh, dragged a customer from an overbooked flight. We all know the video. It went viral. It's a big news event. Dragged a nice... Doctor, they don't do that to me because I'm silver medallion. They gently pull me off of flights. It's a lot more pleasant. J-Rod and Alo became a thing. Uh, 
Anifer Lopez, uh, still as hot as possible. Big fan, one of her favorites. Also super cool human, seems very nice, down to earth. Does she make music still? She probably should stop with that. But the rest of her I enjoy. No one's ever liked any of her songs. Has anybody ever listened to one of her songs? Well, I'm real. That's the only one I can even think of. And Jenny from the Block. But they've never been like great songs. And we all know that in our heart of hearts. And of course, J-Rod used to be great at, at baseball. Now what does he do? I don't know. Not much. There was that Pepsi ad with Kendall Jenner, that tone-deaf Pepsi ad, where Kendall Jenner was the one who was supposed to um, stop police from clashing with protesters because she really has become a civil rights leader. And I feel as though her civil rights work is is underappreciated on account of it not existing. That's part of what makes people not recognize it as much in the public sphere. So maybe she'll get a little more props for the stuff she doesn't do in – 2018, the year that is to come in all of our minds. Uh, some food trends that we could have avoided as a society and planet. The unicorn frap at Starbucks. It was basically, as many people joked, the, the, um, it was basically, uh, unicorn cum. Was that the phrase? It's graphic even for me to say, but it didn't look tasty. Looked like a heart attack in a, in a thing. A lot of sugar. Didn't try it. Did you? Tag me at Ben Glee. Let me know your unicorn frap experience or fav- your favorite food experience from 2017. Um, McDonald's had a fork. They came out with a fork that holds four fries that you then can't use as a fork because McDonald's is pretty dumb sometimes. When you're big, you lose all sight of what is a cool idea and what's super, super dumb dumb. Uh, I'm going to turn that light on. Alexa, turn on Hue Lamp 3. Okay. Oh, isn't that nice? Now it's all lit up. I like that. Lucky Charms did a genius thing that I wish existed when I was a boy. Could have made my childhood much more enjoyable. An all marshmallow cereal. Marshmallows only. Immediately the little grain pieces sued for discrimination. So, uh, tough year for grain pieces and cereal. Cardi B popped onto the scene. Former stripper, now songstress. Uh, seems like a lovely person. I like the rags to riches story. Hate the fucking song so much. Who on earth likes that song? Loses blood. But okay, they're not bloody shoes because they have red on the bottom. That's bad songwriting. People like it because people have very low standards. It's a shitty song. It's very annoying to hear. And it's just also it's like the whole thing is just an ad for Louboutin shoes. These is. Bloody shoes. Why is the song called Bodak Yellow if it's about red shoes? None of it makes any damn sense. What's a Bodak? I don't like it. But I wish for success. Uh, time for that timeline I talked to you about. Let me walk you through the year, the events that shaped and frapped us. Frapped us? Hmm? I might be slowly going senile, and that's between me and my God. My God. Um... CNN.com gave me a timeline of the year, and I chose my highlights, my favorites to share with you. January 6th, a declassified report is released in which the U.S. intelligence community concludes Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered an influence campaign aimed at hurting Hillary Clinton and helping Donald Trump in 2016 presidential election. President Trump promptly acknowledged this, said this must stop, and promised to retaliate against Russia. I'm sorry, that happened in the alternate world in which we do not exist. January 8th, the Golden Globes were presented. 
A lot of beautiful dresses and tuxedos that day. January 20th, Donald Trump sworn in as 45th president of the United States, despite how much we pinched ourselves to wake up. January 21st, more than a million Americans across the country take to the streets to protest Trump in the Women's March. Uh, Beautiful day. I was part of that march here in L.A. Never seen such enormous crowds. People taken to the streets to protest the orange monster, and um, didn't work. Did not work. He did not say, you're right, you guys said I should leave, I'm leaving. And in fact, that day, sent his press secretary out, good old Spicy, to say that the crowds were the biggest of any inauguration ever, when there was literally empty rafters and seats everywhere. And then, defending that, Kellyanne Conway went on the news and created the term, Alternate facts, which we now live with, a world of alternate facts where truth is no longer a thing, but in fact, merely a suggestion. What a shame. January 21st, I already said that, January 25th, the Dow hits the 20,000 mark for the first time in history. It's the one thing I do have to hand Trump. He hasn't fucked up the economy. I don't know what he's done per se to make it better. I'm not going to take credit away from him for this. The economy has been soaring pretty good under him, and that's certainly a very important issue, but the most important to most people. Um, I forgot that I had a few stocks, and I looked at them, and they're way higher. That means I have more money if I ever, you know, if I at some point sell it before the stock market tanks. But that's a nice thing. January 27th, President, President Rump signs an executive order barring citizens of seven Muslim-majority countries from entering the U.S. for the next 90 days. Because when there's a major problem, as you see it, you've got to put a stop to it for just 90 days. I don't even understand what the point of the ban ever was. If you some, there's, a, there's a problem or not, if there's a problem, why just stop it for 90 days? Don't you want to stop it indefinitely, like forever? So that didn't make any damn sense. Um, and of course, it caused for more protests the very next day as well. So that was two protests in the first month of his presidency, two large-ass protests. It's not to mention, by the way, that it's pretty discriminatory to ban people from specifically just Muslim countries. It's also not effective. Also, we have to do a very good job of, you know, weeding out terrorists. We generally don't have terrorist attacks on our own soil. And uh, the argument that, of course, it breeds many more terrorists because it makes it easier for groups like ISIS to recruit terrorists when you can literally say, look, the president is specifically saying you're not welcome in America. So that's going to make them hate America. But aside from logical reasons, great, great, great uh, policy, bro. Super solid, super solid policy. On January 29th, the Screen Actors Guild Awards are presented. A lot of beautiful dresses and gowns and tuxedos that day. February 3rd, the U.S. District Court Judge James Robart in Seattle blocked the order of the travel ban. So at least he got cock blocked on that. Which was nice. February 5th, Super Bowl 51 played in Houston uh, before later in the area storm fucked that place up pretty bad. February 8th, after 30 hours of, the, of debate, the U.S. Senate confirms Jeff Sessions as Attorney General by a 52 to 47 vote. Uh, what was the 30 hours of debate about, you think? Should we allow this uh, miniature, miniature man with a very racist past to become the most powerful lawman in the country. Uh, those in favor say aye. Those not in favor, shut your mouth. 
I'm talking about Shaft. I mean, what what does it take to disqualify yourself from public service these days? President sexually assaulted 16 to 20 women, depending on your count. It's hard to keep track these days. No problem whatsoever. Racist attorney general was not allowed to become a judge because of his racist past. Eh, let him be one of the higher-ups in our government. Why not? What does it take? Guy used to predatorily go after minors. Let's endorse him. Hope he makes it to the Senate. I mean, gosh, dong. February 12th, the 59th Annual Grammy Awards presented beautiful clothing that celebrities wore at that event. So nice. February 22, Trump rescinds rules on bathrooms for transgender students. And, of course, later in the year also bans transgender people from the military because that's the real threat facing our country is uh, people wanting to use the bathroom of the gender they identify in and also fight to protect our country. We've got to... We've got to stop that. People that want to play our country, it's rude, you know? Especially if you think you're a man and you were born a woman or vice versa. Don't protect us, please. We don't need the protection from uh, people who want to be who they are. That's highly unnecessary. It's like thanks, but no thanks, sir or madam, whichever you are now. Oh, whichever it's the one that you want to be? Okay, fine, but still, please don't try to defend me. Okay, I'm being robbed at gunpoint right now, but please just leave me alone. I don't need help from your kind. What kind? Humans? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Just like, you know, somebody wants to be themselves. Okay, it's much better to be like Trump, a person who is so insecure you don't know who your true self is and have no real sense of self. It's much better to always need your ego stroked instead of knowing who you are and just making choices to live the life that you want. But mm, not in today's America. No. February 26th, just four days later, the 89th Annual Academy Awards are presented. Sorry, my mistake. Moonlight won. year after the Oscars were hit with the Oscars so white controversy about how white they are, finally a picture centered around black people that was not all about slavery or civil rights movement, but was just a nice human tale wins, and they give the award to the whitest movie of all time. I mean, La La Land couldn't be whiter if the screen was white for two hours, just an image of white with singing in the background. White, very, very, very white singing. April 6th, the United States launches a military strike on a Syrian government airbase in response to chemical weapons attack that killed dozens of civilians earlier in the week. I think Trump dropped like four bombs on it on a mostly empty... Uh, Airbase, that's the way you show people. I'm going to drop a quick couple bombs when no one's around, okay? I'm going to drop the bombs. Nobody's there. But I'm the best bomb dropper. It really sent a message, okay? Did it? So you criticized Obama for letting them use chem- chemical weapons and not enforcing his red line. So your enforcement was, we're going to drop four bombs and then leave you be. Hmm, interesting strategy for sure. April 7th, the Senate confirms Neil the Gors- Gorsuch, conservative judge to the Supreme Court. The vote of 54 to 45, mostly along party lines, and now the supremest court of our land is going to be uh, slowly unwinding a lot of our rights. Because some reason, like, half the country doesn't want rights. Like, it's nice to have rights, kind of, but, like, also, eh, you know? That's what a lot of people's opinion seems to be with regards to the rights that we have to live as humans. We're like, okay, I can kind of take it or leave it. 
I prefer we have people in the courts there that are just kind of buttoned up and are like, no, you don't deserve rights. We're going to selectively take them away from you one by one. Yes, that's the kind of leadership that I want, the kind of judgment that I want in the courts. It's a sensical argument if you are um, really dumb. But, you know, you do you. May 3rd, FBI Director James Comey appears before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Judiciary Committee testifies Russia is still currently actively involved in trying to influence U.S. politics and defends his decision to announce 11 days before Election Day that the FBI was reviewing additional Hillary Clinton emails. Defend it if you want, bro, but that was so fucking dumb. It ruined our country. I wish you had not done that because it was not your place. You shouldn't announce to the country right before an election that you were investigating Hillary. Why? Because you were also investigating Trump and his possible collusion with the Russians. But why did you not announce that as well? Seems pretty partisan to announce it on just one side. And now all Americans, we want to run and hide because shit's so fucked up. Mostly thanks to you. Oh, no, it is so true. Call me you fucked up. Well, what are we to do? I don't know, but I do know this is the case. If you don't. Fix it. You will be replaced. Oh, that was taken care of a couple days later by President Trump on May 9th, who fired your ass. Setting a memo by Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, which recommended Comey's firing and criticized Comey's handling of the Clinton email situation. And I don't disagree with Trump on that one. Mishandled. But that ain't why you fired him, bro. We know what you said to Lester Holt. You fired him because he was looking into the Russia thing and you didn't want to get your ass caught for the collusion that we all know you did. So uh, the reason you cited, decent reason, but not the reason because you admitted it. So if you're trying to like make up a reason, here's a hot, hot tip for you. Don't then say the real reason a couple days later into a TV camera on the national news. It's just a hot tip for you. May 6th, Always Dreaming, wins the 143rd Kentucky Derby. Beautiful saddle on that horse. Really pretty. June 12th, the NBA Finals, the Golden State Warriors, defeated the Cleveland Cavalier Attitudes, winning the best of seven series four games to one. It's a total of five games if you are not a math guy. June 21, during a Senate hearing, a Department of Homeland Security official says that hackers linked to the Russian government targeted voting systems in as many as 21 U.S. states. 21. So not only were they colluding with the Trump campaign, it seems, to make sure Trump wins and taking all these bots and putting misinformation campaigns on Facebook, they also were targeting our voting systems. It's like, can you leave one, one part untouched? Playing grab hands with our democracy, Russia, huh? Playing grab hands. Is that what you're doing, huh? Water sip. Oh, that's so nice. Water is a great way to live. Water and air, my top two survival tips. Um, August 21st, the first total solar eclipse to cross the United States from coast to coast in 99 years takes place. It did not disappoint, most people said. A lot of those people's opinions a little skewed. I liked it. I mean, granted, I wasn't out in a field where it got all dark. I was in an airplane, and I got the glasses. I told the story on the podcast. I purchased them off of a lady in the plane named Allison, who then we bonded and shared them. She gave me the money back. And 
you had to get down on your knees in my seat and look way up, and I was sharing it with everybody on the plane. And you could see just like basically the tiny dot that was the sun, and the dot was like partially covered, partially covered, and then practically entirely covered. So that yellow dot became a black dot. I liked it. It was cool. I wasn't moved beyond words. I was more moved by the humanity of us sharing a moment together on our knees, how some of the best shared moments happen in life. The touch, the feel of blowjobs, the action of my lives. I should write the podcast probably at some point, but no random thoughts leaving my brain. I don't see any problem with it, do you? I don't. I don't. I say things I regret sometimes, but it's okay. Listen, who doesn't like a good blowjob? Most people do. I'm speaking, I guess, on behalf of men on that one. Women may hate it. But I know some like it. Moving on immediately before I dig a further deep hole in the ground. September 17th, the 69th annual Primetime Emmy Awards. 69, huh? Presented those awards. A lot of people wore beautiful gowns by Vera Wang and Chuck Taylor and guys with tuxes again. Just the same thing they always wear. Fashion's pretty easy for dudes. I rented a tux when I was at the Oscars a few years back, 2013. The Oscars rented it for me, actually. And it looked exactly the same as the fancy ones that the famous movie stars wore. Like, exactly the same. No one knew. I had a picture of Brian Cranston. and I posted those Oscars. Could you tell the difference between our Texas? Did one look better than the other? I'm going to tell you the answer is no, and I think we know that. We both agree the answer is a very strong no on that. Um, of course, a month later, October 1st, O.J. Simpson released on parole from a Nevada prison after serving nine years. On charges including kidnapping, robbery, and assault with a deadly weapon. Murder not on that list. Murder ain't on the list. Because OJ, OJ got, out of pris- uh, got off scot-free, rather, on the criminal case for murdering two people and thought, yes, now I can start robbing people. Fuck yeah, bro. And not only did, did he start robbing, he didn't rob just like cool stuff he didn't have. He robbed his own memorabilia. He robbed things that he signed. And my strong belief has always been, why not just sign some new things? Do you really need that helmet back that you put your name on? Just buy a helmet. Sign it again, OJ. You're your own hand. Whether the gloves fit or not, you can still hold a pen, can't you, you murderous fuck? Okay, very nice. November 1st, the Houston Astros won their first World Series in the franchise's history, defeating my Los Angeles Dodgers, you sons of bitches. I have waited like 29 years. For the Dodgers to get back in the World Series and you crushed my dreams. Don't say we never won. We had a hard year because of the Hurricanes. It makes more sense that we won. You're only saying that because you're from L.A., but on an objective basis, it made more sense for us to win and we earned it more. To you, I say, uh, well, okay, it's going to keep on making strong, fine points. I'm out of here. I will leave you. I will leave you be with your victory and your strong logic. I will leave you be. But begrudgingly, December 4th, the U.S. Supreme Court allows the newest version of Trump's travel ban to take effect pending appeal. And don't worry, those appeals came. Um, they're coming. They're coming at you. They're happening. But this is the uh, first time the justice of the Supreme Court allowed any addition, new addition of his travel ban to go forward in its entirety. So now the ban is currently in place. But just for 90 days? Is that how that works? What happens on day 91? You allow the terrorists back in? Is that what your plan is, Trump? Because 
even your largely uh, very racially inappropriate ban, also it's just temporary. So you're creating all this just for three months. I will keep America safe for up to three months. That is my pledge. Nothing makes sense in the world anymore. The very next day, December 5th, the IOC, or International Olympic Committee, announced that Russia is banned from the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea over the country's systemic manipulation of anti-doping rules. So even the Olympics, Russia's like, we will go and we will fuck it. We will give drugs to our people so they become super people and they will win every event. And then we are found out we will use the Trump move of alternative facts. It's different facts. I don't, you say it with doped players and made unfair advantage. I say, what do you mean? I say, you doped players. We are the best country and the least dopey country in the world. And so, suck it. International. Well, not anymore because you're out the Olympics, bro. Individual Russian athletes can compete if they can prove they're drug-free, but the country itself can win no medals. don't quite know what that means because Russian athletes are winning medals. They're going to say it's Russia, but they can't fly a flag in the opening ceremonies. People vary into symbols, and that's always been part of who we are, and I guess it will continue to be so. Um, the Olympics will be in the South Korean city of Pyeongchang. Not to be confused with the North Korean capital of Pyongyang. You could confuse them because they're super fucking similar. Like very, Pyongyang, Pyongyang. I mean, to us, to American ears, they're similar sounds. But, you know, those are some of the more fun overview events. There were some more significant events that took place during the year. I read a summary of it from Dan Corey at NBCNews.com. Took me through it all, and I will now take you through some of it. So, again, at the beginning of the year, Trump was sworn in as president, outlining his new populism, reiterating his America first mantra that got him into the White House. And America first definitely has been his – I take it back. It's not his strategy. Really, his strategy has been mostly uh, golfing first, uh, tweeting second, angry tweeting third, uh, eating fourth through ninth, and then tenth, America, but only certain people in America, like mostly whites, white males. And then – Somewhere down the list is the rest of America, but first, above all other countries, especially if there's brown people in those countries, then they're lower on the list behind the wonderful many fine people that are on the uh, the white supremacist side, according to our president. So uh, hopefully 2018 somehow like there's a reset button. I can just clear all of this bullshit out. That would be nice. Um in his first address to the leader, as leader of the free world, Trump said at his inauguration speech, uh, this would signify a historic moment, that it was, when, quote, the forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. True. Like all of the Trump Twitter feud victims like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamel Hill, families of fallen soldiers, Michael Moore, LeVar Ball, Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, rather. Uh, he also went to war... Um, with just the general concept of the internet, of truth, of the media, fake news, went to war with all media. Didn't go to war with China or Russia, two of our actual adversaries. Why? Because um, you're a pussy? Is that why? You only take on people that you can bully around, but then when there's people that are actually like up in your face, even North Korea, you're like, we'll take care of it, and then I won't. I won't do anything, actually. Oh, boy. It's unbelievable. The economy, like I said, is doing well. The unemployment numbers have dropped. Stock market doing great. 
But Trump struggled much of the year to fill many of his campaign promises with major legislation until the tax bill had just went through and is now giving tax cuts granted to most people. Most people's tax rate will lower. Uh, but for rich people, it lowers a lot more and forever. And for the poor middle class, it lowers just for a few years and then goes right back up. So it's sort of like a bullshit thing. But anyway, um, I guess for right now, we'll have to take it. So a tax cut, the tax cut. and Let's just take it, I suppose. Um, Deputy U.S. Attorney General Rod Rosenstein appointed former FBI Director Robert Mueller. Mueller. In May, a special counsel to conduct the investigation into Russian interference. That was a water sip pause. More than five months later, Mueller's office indicted Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Pinstripe Suit Manafort, and his longtime business associate, Rick Gates, on 12 charges, including money laundering, being an unregistered foreign agent, seven counts of failure to report to file reports of foreign bank and financial accounts, and of, of, of being Trump's friend. It's illegal in some states. The special counsel's office also announced that date it struck a cooperation agreement with former Trump advisor George Papadopoulos, also known as Webster's father. As somebody pointed out to me, I can't remember who. Um, let's name, I think, of Webster's father on the TV show Webster. Secretly pled guilty to lying to federal agents about his contacts with Kremlin-connected Russians. Oops. Bad moves. Kind of a sensitive issue right now. I want to just be upfront about this. Or keep lying like Kushner keeps doing. You will end up in jail. A lot of you will. Um, possibly or not. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not a, I'm not a psychic. A lot of people think I am. You made that up. I never claimed to be a psychic. Why would you assume I have skills I do not have? Um, the investigation is still ongoing. It will continue into 2018. Amen and hallelujah. American tensions with North Korea, of course, intense, intensified all year long. Um, Trump said he would unleash a fiery, fury, furious fire, an angry fire, fire flames so pissed that they would n n tell Kim Jong Un, "You are the worst, man," and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm so hot, and I'm gonna burn your house down with a huff, and a, you get it. And uh, I've said it before, like Kim Jong Un, not a good person, bad man, treats his country horribly, but on the surface. Seems lovelier than Trump, doesn't he? If you see Trump, he's scowling, he's angry, he's got vengeful things he's trying to hate tweet about, probably from the bathroom at four in the morning. And Kim Jong-un always smiling, laughing. Hey, another bomb word. Give me a hug. Bring it in, bro. I mean, seems like a lovely dude to hang out with until he randomly kills you. But, like, it would be enjoyable till then. And that's what makes it nice, I think. Um, a lot of people think we're in a dangerous situation where a thermonuclear war could break out at any moment. If that were to happen, but um, other than that, like Goodyear, other than that, I think pretty, other than that, I think pretty solid year. Um, if a nuclear war were to happen, if you saw a mushroom cloud or heard that it happened, you're probably supposed to, to uh, seek shelter with as many layers of thick, dense materials you can. It's giving you a little life-saving tip just in case. I'm sure 2018 will be great, but just in case. You want to not get in your car and drive somewhere. If you're near a building, you could run to like a two-story, three-story building in the middle of the building where you're the furthest away and there's the most levels of insulation. If you can get into a, a parking garage or underground, anything, that's really good as well. could be in your car in a parking garage. They just say don't drive. Don't have like a joy ride at that time because it's like, oh, look, all the traffic's been incinerated. I can, I can cruise. No, just kind of like hunker down. If you got a lead room in your house, that would be nice. But no one has a lead room, so it's a moot point, to be honest with you. Um, 
The Me Too movement happened in early October. Back-to-back bombshell reports in the New York Times and the New Yorker revealed film, film mogul and total creep fucking ball. Harvey Weinstein was just being complete ass to women and a predator to women and accused of rape even of, of so many women in the film industry for so long. His career was taken down very appropriately and then it led to an onslaught of so many of our of our heroes and favorite entertainers taken down. Kevin Spacey and a lot of stuff coming after Dustin Hoffman. Al Franken even had to resign from from the Senate and I mean so many people that you had respect for before were just taken down and um, it has men on their heels realizing that you're going to have to act like a nice person like a normal human being and not make women feel terrible or uncomfortable ever again. So that hopefully is a very nice message that will come from this. Um, it was a tough year, of course, in other ways. Of course, there were mass shootings. On October 1st, a lone gunman shot a ridiculous amount of bullets down onto a crowd of concert goers at a, Jal- at a Jason Aldean show uh, from the Mandalay Bay Resort Hotel, which you would have to assume not going to get a lot of a lot of hotel goers moving forward for some time so so that's tough for the hotel uh, it was the worst mass shooting in modern american history 59 people killed over 500 injured but i mean despite that you guys we shouldn't do anything about guns i don't believe we should we shouldn't pass any legislation at all to stop this why i mean even though this is the only nation where we have the problem to this large of a scale even though it'd be very easy to pass just some simple laws that wouldn't hurt gun owners at all but would help prevent these events even though that would be great because nobody likes mass shootings not even gun owners not even mass shooters like mass shootings they hate mass shootings so much they kill themselves as soon as they're done they're like this is a horrible shooting i shouldn't have done this and they end their lives so it's a pretty much everybody on the spectrum agrees mass shootings are no good um, so we could pass laws to change it, but we shouldn't, you guys. We should keep this problem right where it is. On November 5, an armor-clad shooter entered a church in rural Texas and opened fire as well, killing a bunch of people. He was later found dead inside his vehicle after a good Samaritan stepped in, making the concept of good Samaritans a lot more badass than it ever has been. It's pretty solid. The guy went after him, and the guy was cornered and ended his life, and that was great um, because fuck that guy so fucking much. Um, not to be outdone by these mass shootings, there was, of course, also terrorism. There was a bombing at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester. And I got to say, there are better ways to say you don't like her music. I mean, a horrible tragedy. And the point of that joke I just made is just to say that what was even the purpose of the attack? Nobody ever knows the purpose. So then what does it accomplish? Like, do you have a political message? Do you hate Ariana Grande's music? My point being with that silly comment is that nobody even knows what you're accomplishing. Like if you really have things you want to say, do peaceful protests. But when you go to random mass murder, we close off to your ideas. Nobody will ever consider your ideas seriously if you kill innocent people. So maybe better write some angry Facebook posts, do some sit-in protests, Speak your thing on live Facebook feeds or something. Start a podcast even. But do not randomly kill people because not only is it fucked up and it makes you an evil, evil human who won't go to heaven with virgins, you will go straight to hell if there is such a place. But if there's not, there's no heaven either. And also, you don't even accomplish what you're trying to accomplish, so what is the fucking point? That's my 
message to terrorists for the day. For the terrorists on the go, there were vehicular terrorist attacks on the rise this year, becoming all the rage. Uh, Europe's most popular tourist destinations, as well as America's most populous city, were attacked this year. Car attacks in London, Stockholm, Barcelona, New York City. This is like a new, way worse form of road rage. And it has to stop. Again, what are you accomplishing just randomly running people over? And then they kill themselves or they get killed in this attack. And you just kill people and you've accomplished absolutely zero. Has any terrorist that's still alive, the, the home base group, ever sat for one of these attacks? Yes, people were killed randomly and the news just says how sad it was. Oh, shit, they're not even covering our message again. Why? Because we're now evil assholes. And so our message didn't get across, and our point was a message, so maybe we should rethink this. And it's like, these are horrible tragedies, of course, and that's why I think it's important to talk about them, even in a comedy podcast. So I didn't want to you know, avoid these topics, and also didn't want to paint an inaccurate uh, portrait of the year. And so, But I didn't want you to be completely bummed out hearing this section of the podcast, so I had to make some jokes to make my points. I hope I didn't offend anybody. I don't think I did. I hope I didn't. This is the balance. Comedians who also want to say things that have some import have to figure out. And I tried my best. We're moving on now. That section is done. Don't worry. Drugs! I mean, drugs are bad. In August, President Trump declared America's opioid epidemic a national emergency. That's a good move. Um, when he declared that, of course, he reminded us of the very sad fact, however, that he is president. So that's unfortunate. Officials and doctors keep prescribing these drugs for unnecessary things. And it's like, what's happened to doctor's offices? They don't even give out lollipops anymore. When I was a kid, you go to the doctor, you get a shot or whatever, they give you lollipops. Now there's no more lollipops, and they're giving you opioids and ruining people's lives and addicting them to drugs they don't need to be addicted to. They don't need to have it all. So my, my solution for 2018 for the medical world is uh, less opioids, more candy. See if that helps out. Uh, also this year, weather you nasty. Uh, of course, hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria plowed through southeast Texas, Florida, and the Caribbean, fucking so much shit up. It was a new level of fucked up shit. Trump helped every one of those scenarios until it affected brown people. When it was in Puerto Rico, he told us it's hard to get there because you may not know it's an island, and islands are surrounded by water. Big water, very swimmy water. It's wet water. You get in the water, all of a sudden you're wet. And so it's hard to get there. And still to this day, the power is not fully back to much of the country. To this day. There's not even IV bags available here in the mainland United States because the main IV bag manufacturer is in Puerto Rico. They are part of our nation. And maybe I'm being unfair to the president because in his defense, he threw them paper towels. He did throw paper towels at them. So like maybe it's a little bit their fault. Maybe they were being lazy and catching the paper towels the president threw because they had a roll of paper towels. I mean, problem solved. You might not have power or electricity or clean water, but you know, you can sop up, a, you know, you can sop up a mess. It's just a completely strange world. By the way, when the eclipse happened, Despite the advice that it could burn your retinas very quickly, Trump, he's the one who looked <coughs> – forgive my sneeze on the podcast. My god. He's the one who looked directly at the sun like a total idiot. But what can you do? And of course, racism popped out of its ugly hole this year 
thanks largely to Trump, I think, emboldening racists and white supremacists around the country during his campaign, he exploited our racial tensions in our country to get elected, and it transferred into these national culture wars, including debates over the merits of removing Confederate statues and building names honoring Confederate soldiers, as well as the debate Trump won't let go of kneeling at football games to protest racial inequality. Trump gives no credence to the fact that, yes, we probably should try to fix the racial inequality. No, it's always the problem is the reaction to the problem. It's like when my dad gets mad at me for getting mad at him for getting defensive about a thing. And it's like, well, you are the one that did the thing first. I'm getting mad. You can't get mad at someone for their reaction to a bad thing. So black people are getting killed all the time by police in unfair, unnecessary ways. The police don't even go to jail when they're put on trial for it in most cases. And Colin Kaepernick started this movement that continued throughout this whole year with many players in the NFL, black players. I don't know why no white players don't do it, but just taking a knee, not screaming, not shouting. Originally, they were, they were sitting on the bench, and then in, in honor and respect of veterans, and on their advice, they changed to taking a knee to respect the moment we honor our flag, but just to say our nation's imperfect. It's in our Constitution. We're trying to form a more perfect union. So why are we not allowed to express? By the way, I still think it's not perfect. So let's work on that. I'm going to quietly take a knee and then go do my job. Trump's the worst. Trying to get racial equality is the worst. It is honestly very distracting to my football games. Okay, I'm trying to watch a football game. Trying to just relax and enjoy a game. And you're sitting there crying like a little black baby saying, I don't want my father killed randomly. And it's honestly, it's like, I mean, I have a beer, I'm at Mar-a-Lago, and you're really cramping my style, black baby. Okay? So just be quiet, play the football game, do the sport we're paying you to do, and shut up. That's literally what the president's opinion is. He literally said, tell these guys to shut the hell up. That was his words. From the president. Why am I doing this now? I'm not doing the impression. Go Get that off my hands. The Trump fingers I was just accidentally doing. I continued doing Trump fingers beyond the moment. He literally said, I wish I could tell these guys to shut the hell up. Encourage the league to fire players that, that take a knee. We're not firing you for sexually assaulting people. For calling into question the very concept of facts, calling into question the veracity of our elections, calling into question and the entire basis of our media, saying our intelligence agencies are not to be believed, but Russia is. That's treason. Siding with an enemy of ours over our own nation, emboldening our enemy while weakening our own nation at home. That's the definition of treason. You're guilty of that, but taking a knee quietly to protest unjust murder is the problem? You bananas, bro. Come on, Broseph Stalin, wake up. You're already president. You don't need this to be about you anymore. Do some nice things during your last months in office for crying out loud. Because your days are numbered. I mean, I'm hoping. Once again, I'm not a psychic. Those of you keep sending me money for your psychic predictions. I'm not a psychic. Why would you do that? I don't have a psychic friends network. I never have. Okay. Um... On that angry note, I'm going to try to breathe because we – oh, that felt good. We've got Twitter answers and the thunder round coming at you right now. I say we do it. It's time to check in with the be Glebers and all of us, the Glebe Squad, the Glebe Nation, the Brain Trust, the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Friends with Benefits, the Glebe Mob, the Glob. It 
is time for Twitter answers. Before I do, just wanted to remind you I'm coming to Tampa, Florida, uh, January 11th through 14th, making up for the gigs that were canceled because of the hurricane, the aforementioned hurricane. And then I'll be the 17th through 21st at the Tahoe Improv. And then January 24th through 27th at Zany's in Chicago. And then after that, coming to Boston and Dallas and Plano and to Minneapolis and Phoenix and Edmonton and La Jolla. All the dates are at BenGlebe.com. Get tickets right now. After every show I, on the road, I do a meet and greet, um, a free meet and greet. Come take pics. I'll sign stuff for you. I also have a ton of weird merch for sale. I'll draw a picture of your face. I like a little sketch on a magnetic canvas. I'll make hats like the one that I'm currently wearing. I'll hand draw hats for you. I'll write whatever you want on the hats. I will um, sell random things I bought at Walmart for a marked up price like denture cream, rulers, uh, my little pony calendars, whatever I got. It's a weird merch experience. So come on out. I also have my Live from the Vortex CD DVD, but come on out and enjoy it. And uh, get yourself a souvenir or just come and say hi afterwards. I'm also, by the way, doing a show tonight uh, at the at the two shows tonight at the Ice House in Pasadena. No one being great after those probably because I mean, I'm probably just going to be tired and it's L.A. But you get it. Every road show I do do it. I asked the Brain Trust, what do you want in 2018? C. Bang Rice said, Ben Glebe on Curb Your Enthusiasm, please, yes. That would be so dope. I'm a good improviser. I'd like to do it, Larry. Let's make this happen. Um, Joyce Heiser Robinson at the H-E-I-S-J-H-R. My friend Joyce, who is one of the head people at the, the Harold Robinson Foundation, the amazing organization that I host their charity event every year, Pedal on the Pier, the Santa Monica Pier, raising money. We made it raise a million dollars this year to send inner city kids from Watts to camp. I went up to the camp recently for the first time with Jacqueline, and it's an amazing experience, an amazing place. These kids are just in complete joy at the camp, their first time ever experiencing the camaraderie of that kind of thing in a camp like that. So please go to pedalonthepier.com and support them. And so she replied that on Twitter she wants Ben Glebe on the Harold Robinson Foundation's advisory board and Trump in prison. I replied, I am 100 down for both of those, so we're going to hopefully make that happen. Water sips, a lot of them today. A lot of talking on the solo episode. You get it. Brody McCain says, I want all registered voters who didn't vote on Election Day 2016 to know that if they had Donald Trump, that if they had, Donald Trump might not be president. Something to remember when blaming Russia for Hillary's loss. My wish for 2018 is for Americans to move on, start living, and be nice. It's an interesting thought. I don't think the resistance is going to stop. I don't think we should move on because... Trump is trying very badly. I didn't even mention he also took us out of the uh, Paris Climate Accords, which will soon happen, and the planet is on the brink of disaster. So we can't stop and let that continue, but I do agree with us being nice to each other, and we can just fight the administration, not fight each other. I don't hate people on the right. I don't hate Trump supporters. I get that there were desperate spots you were in, and you need to change, and you want to change, and you had to vote for something different. I'm just saying at some point you got to realize the person's a bad person and get them out of office. But I do agree. Until that happens, let's be cool to each other. And yes, vote in the 2018 midterm election. Soup's important. Uh, Kimberly at Hugs and Kisses 3 
uh, an amazing supporter of mine, the head of my really team. She kind of created this team of people supporting me on Twitter and online and all my shows. It's so sweet of her to do that, and I thank you for doing that, Kimberly. Says, more kindness towards one another. Kindness is love. I think that's some bullshit. I'm offended by the tweet. I think kindness is overrated and annoying a lot of times. I'm joking. Kindness is very good. You can agree that the world should be nice to each other and not be dicks by signing the... Don't be a dick pledge, as I've said many times, at tinyorl.com slash don't be a dick pledge. Because you shouldn't be a dick pledge, you guys. Uh, at Aria Starling 86 says, I want you to read my short, short story and also for pigs to fly. Well, pigs aren't going to fly. But if your story is really that short, I'll read it. Email it to me. Nick Heidenreich at Billings Courier says, Mo money, less problems. I feel you on that, dog. Uh, at Laura Markowitz says, More idiot test. Oh, it hurts a little bit. That stings a little bit. Um, who knows? The future might be different. They may be mid-2018. They would bring the show back. But as of now, that is not happening. Officially, no pickup. It's okay. we all got to move on at some point. Time to move on. Time to get going. We lost Tom Petty this year, too. Damn it. Fucked up year. But, uh, hey, here's the good news. Almost over. Um, at AZ Bastard says, to drink eggnog in the summer and not be judged. I feel you on that. I've said it for a very long time. Um, why is eggnog served year, not served year-round? If it's a delicious thing, why wouldn't we want that flavor in our mouths year-round? Why would they stop making it? Stop selling it? It's nonsensical. I like eggnog. I want to drink the eggnog. Let me have the fucking eggnog. I don't have to go to Australia, as somebody pointed out on my Twitter, to get it because their weather's reversed there, and maybe you can get it in the summer. But eggnog tasty. It's apparently even a vegan eggnog now. I got I to gotta go try that. But um, eggnog tasty. I think it's time that we unleash the nog for all of us to enjoy round the clock. And lastly, at Lisa Kemb2 says, good health after a nightmare year. Touche. I wish you the best of health. I'm so glad I'm out of the woods of my health situation. It's so scary, and you realize how fragile life is when you hand, when you face that kind of thing. So to all of you listening, to all of you in the Brain Trust, and to all of your friends and family, a wonderful, healthy new year coming at you, I do pray. And on that note, it is time for the Thunder Round. Man at KFYR TV tweeted, a Florida man punched an ATM for giving him too much money. In a arrest report, the man states he was angry that the machine dispensed too much cash because he was late for work and did not know what to do. This is exactly why his grandma stopped giving him money for his birthday. Guy does not react well to free money coming at you. It's like, be grateful. What would he have done if he gave him less cash? He'd have hugged the ATM? Hooters gives a hoot. The popular fast food chain Hooters is going in a new direction. They will be opening a new restaurant near Chicago called Hoots that will feature both female and male waiters. I'm already less interested. Not sporting revealing uniforms. And I'm out. 100% officially out. Who asked for this? Who? Give me your name if you asked for this. The only point of Hooters is to go there and eat bad wings while pretty waitresses serve you. And look, I understand times are changing. 
And to be perfectly honest, I've never found the Hooters outfits attractive. I mean, they're not terribly unattractive, but the white nude pantyhose and then the orange shorts had never been, you know, maybe if you got like a, 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 like a crossing guard fetish, I could see it being your thing, but the tops were cute, but, uh, no one's looking, no one's so connected to the Hooters brand of food that they're like, oh man, if I could only have that food without the attractive servers. And they want to evolve their brand too and blah, blah, blah. But you're making a mistake, Hoots. Give a hoot. Don't pollute your brand concept, okay? Man makes out with snake, the AP reports. A Florida man in critical condition. Oh, good, another Florida story. After trying to kiss a rattlesnake, which struck and bit his tongue. Why? Because he tried to fucking kiss a rattlesnake. I don't know if you're familiar with rattlesnakes, but not super friendly, uh, not very affectionate, hate cuddling, don't love a good makeout sesh with a human, let alone any creature of any kind. They're serpents from the very depths of the underworld and should be left alone and run away from and fear when encountered, not try to get your Mac on with them, them snakes. I mean, what a fucking, what a maroon. I know it's an average Thursday for Florida, but fuck. Sex robot creator plans to have baby with said robot. What is the world? Ben Glebe exclaims. At UK Brain Trust, give us the story, the British Bureau of this fine podcast. A sex robot creator claims he will soon be able to have a baby with his own robot lover. I'm out. Uh, maybe I'm, I feel like I'm. This world is too weird. Sergi Santos, an electronic engineer and expert in AI. Also believes it's just a matter of time before machines are doing human jobs and marrying into human families. It's already happened once with Melania entering the Trump family. The Spaniard told the son he would love to have a child with his robotic partner, and it would be extremely simple. Oh, yeah? Is that so, Josephine Baker? Sell me on that one. Quote, using the brain I've already created, I would program it with a genome so he or she could have moral values plus concepts of beauty, justice, and the values that humans have. Then to create a child with this robot, it would be extremely simple. I would make an algorithm of what I personally believe about these concepts and then shuffle it with what she thinks and then 3D print it. Oh, that does sound very simple. Great, we've got robot babies now. Mr. Santos has had a real-life wife for 16 years, a human wife. But Maritza Kisamataki apparently has no problem with his second relationship and even helps... With the development of robot prototypes. Oh, y'all freaky like that? I did not know. The designer says that having regular intercourse with his robot called Samantha has improved his sex life with Miss Kissamakuki. Kissamakuki? I'll kiss you, cookie. Um, it also claimed his Android, it is also claimed his Android has the ability to create emotional ties, can progress through different emotional modes, and has the ability to make realistic orgasm sounds. Wow, all of that except for the last part sounds like a real woman. You're right. Incredible. At least I've never heard them. Realistic orgasm sounds? No, obviously faked ones that I'm familiar with. I've shared too much. At NBC DFW says, Woman attacked by her own iguana. Clicked it, saw the video. Yeah, a Florida woman. Florida again, always it is Florida. Without fail, tis always Florida. 
A Florida woman's pet iguana went from sleeping in her shirt when he was a baby to repeatedly attacking her now all the time, scratching her, biting at her. She keeps going. She even had to go to the hospital recently and still keeps playing with this iguana. It's four feet long now. Uh, Here's why you shouldn't be surprised. It's a fucking reptile. It's not a dog or a cat. Even cats can be frightening. It's a dragon. You have a dragon in your house, a dragon-alligator-dinosaur hybrid living on your shoulder. Do you think it's going to end well? You may as well make out with a fucking rattlesnake, you jamunk, you crab apple, you, 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 you dumb, dumb person. I ran out of good insults there at the end. But it's unfathomable. Unfathomable? Did I mention I'll be in Florida January 11th through 14th? Please don't bring wild animals to the show. How does that sound? Um, and our last story. At Metro UK reported it. A dog walker finds intact penis and testicles on the beach. Oh, that's where I left them. I hope we all have, I hope you all and you all have a wonderful New Year's Eve. I hope you all have a fantastic 2018. I'll be with you every week. Um, please tell your friends about the podcast. Get them to subscribe because it's a lot of effort, a lot of work. I've spent two days putting this one together. I don't get paid to do this. Um, so I just want as many people to listen as can, to get enjoyment out of it, tweak your perspective on the world a little bit, and come out and see my live shows. I may be launching a cool thing with some rewards in it. Soon in the new year, I'll keep you posted. But for now, I'm just glad that you're all good. You're all still doing your thing. Very glad I found my penis and testicles. And I will leave you, of course, with old Lang Syne. Because that follows the message I just gave you regarding my finding of my genitals. In a nice reflective tone. Until last year next year, this has been Last Week on This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.